Is this thing on? Word. <laughs> so what uh, we get drunk? So what uh, we smoke weed? We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what uh, we go out? That's how it's supposed to be. Yes, people, coming in nice and mellow. Yo, what a weekend, people. We are gonna recap UFC 254, and what a goddamn event to recap, right? Plus, we got the NFL Sunday coverage. Yo. This is a fun one, people. Sit back and let's get popping. Okay, so week seven of the NFL. There were some tight ass games. There were some games that were crazy tight. There were teams that were still in games when. You know what I mean? They should have been done a long time before the end. It was kind of a crazy week. Um, Yo, Lions-Falcons, that was super close, right? I think the quarterback protection was crazy strong, you know what I mean, for the Lions, well, and hmm, I guess for the Falcons, yeah, probably. Um, I have to say, though, I think it was the lack of a significant running game for the Falcons that really was the major factor in this one. Because, I, you know what I mean? They just, Falcons didn't mix it up, really, you know? Ugh. And Browns Bengals. <laughs> that game was gully. You know what I mean? Like you knew it was gonna be crazy like that after you had the just those first drives with the interceptions. You know? And I think the Bengals interception was the craziest. Because my man had his back to the ball and he dragged that shit in. That was nuts, right? But like, you kind of felt the defense was shit on both sides. It was, it was, it was messy. So whoever had the ball last with a significant amount of time was gonna win that. Because I realized the Bengals technically had the ball last, but you know there was no time. Really, for them to do anything like I, I know my man threw it down the field and all of that, but yeah, yeah, it was like a hell mary, you know what I mean? So yeah, that game, whoa, whoa, man, and then we oh let's go um yeah Packers 
right? So they moved the ball so damn well. You know what I mean? That I think mean, that was a real big takeaway in that game. You know, they didn't really let the Texans get comfy. Like, I realize, you know, Houston scored 20, yes. But you can't honestly say that they were in that game. You know what I mean? It, it was always Green Bay just moving shit around, you know, and just spreading it. Just noise. Ooh. Um... Where do we go? Okay. Okay. Let's go um, New Orleans, right? Let's go over to that one. I mean, it started out really looking like, you know, the Saints were going to run away with that game. You know, that's, that's what you, you look at it and think, oh, yeah, it's all them. And... You know, like I don't even know. They, you know, the D, ah, uh, it just seemed to go to sleep, right? I don't even know what happened. Like to start that game, they just had it on lock. Then the defense just seemed to disappear, seemed to disappear, and the Panthers, whoo. They, oh man, they really came back, right? They really came back. And that last minute field goal attempt. God damn. Ooh, that was close. But god damn, that, you know, the kicker must be just. Ugh. Because that was a... Oh, man. You know? It's kind of crazy. And especially... I don't even know what it is. I swear this year... It seems that we are getting... So many... Just long-range kicks. I didn't notice... I didn't notice this shit last year. But it seems... We are getting so many 50-yarders... Like, and plus 50 yarders that are cleanly going in. You know, back in the day, you might get the odd one that was just snuck over. But this year, like, shit's going over, like, easy. It's crazy, the amount of long-range field goals that are going in. But, um, yeah. Anyway, people. Anyway. Um, alright, I think, um, yeah, let's, let's talk Bills and Jets, right, oh man, yeah, I don't even know, right, if New York were going to win a game, that seemed like the one they were gonna, it, it seemed like the game to win, right, it really did, because, whew, god Damn. <laughs> like, Buffalo, their offense needed a blue chew, right? Because, hey, they, they, you know what I mean? It was all build up, you know what I mean? 
It was all that foreplay, everything's getting all steamy, and just as the chick reaches down the trousers, shit goes limp. <laughs> That's what that was. Like, they just, I don't know, the Bills, no touchdowns. Not every time they got close, they just flopped it. You know, it, it, you gotta give. I, I hope they they really, you know, laid it out for that kicker because, yeah, that was all him. He won them that game, right? Without without him, they'd be fucked. But you you know what I mean, New York. That that's when you capitalize. That's when you you should. You ain't know, seized the day, but they did not. <laughs> they did not, and they stay just winless. Oh, and seven. Oy. That is not a good start. <laughs> really, just not a good start. Oh, man. Oh, shit. And people, the Steelers. Oh my days They really just Sneaked out with That one You know what I mean Sneaked out with that one Oh man And at the end Right You you had that Titans Field goal attempt And just seeing the ball Like at first it looked like Oh have they tied it? Have they? And you just seen the ball just drift away. Just drift away. It was like, yo. <laughs> oh, man. Right? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Now, Tampa. Oh, Tampa Raiders. That game, right? I have to say, the Bucks started a little shaky. Do you know what I mean? They did start a little bit shaky. But then they pretty much controlled the Raiders. You know? Pretty much controlled the Raiders after that start. And uh, Gronk has been stepping up big time of during the last couple of games. You know, so that that turned out to be a pretty emphatic win in the end. You know, so um, yeah, not bad, right? Not bad. Oh man, so I have to say the the the, the Chiefs, you know, Chiefs Broncos, right? I, like, I was surprised to see the snow. I was surprised to see. I don't know why. I'm. I was just shocked. I'm like snow, huh? But that was such a hard game to fucking see. I would even like because we've seen games in the snow before, but for some reason that was real difficult, right? Ah oh, man, I I have to say, Pringle. That return, oh my god, that was fire, 
That was straight up fire, man. Oh, it was awesome. Awesome. Uh, and then they just they just ran away with it. Right? Started off a little close. And yeah, Chiefs then just ran away with it. So, oh. Uh, cool. Nice. Um. Well, well, New England, San Francisco. What? I don't know what to say. Don't know what to say. It, it was so weird because the Patriots were in that game way longer than they should have been. Right? It 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 was so weird because you were just thinking, okay, well, huh. They could actually still come back. They could still come back. And then, boom. <laughs> then it was done, right? The 49ers just ran away with it. It was such a weird one. I think it was like in the third quarter, right? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. San Francisco just like, you know what? Fuck it. We need to put our foot down. And they did. And they did. Ah, uh, so, um, ah, uh, Chargers, Jaguars, that game, whoa, I have to say, I, I got a little bit worried, you know, because I, I picked the Chargers to win this one, and, you know, it started out, and I'm thinking, yep, 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 they're doing their thing, you know, but then, <laughs> And it was that, you know what I mean, that third quarter Where it was just like, ooh This is this is getting a bit closer This is getting a bit closer What's going to happen? But, you know <laughs> They, they kind of took They kind of handled their business towards the end Right? So it was just like, okay Cool, 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 cool They got this one Nice. That's how it should be. But um yeah. Interesting. So it like because you know they're two and four and you kind of feel they they played a lot better than a two and four record. So if Jacksonville really you know what I mean? It, it's a yeah, it's an odd one. It's an odd one. Um Oh, it, I have to say, right, so I picked Washington because, you know, I ain't picking, firstly, I ain't picking Dallas, secondly, uh, you know what I mean, we've been shit, but, you know, you don't desert your team, right, but, uh, yeah, after, it was weird, right, because when we missed that first touchdown, when we fucked that up, I'm just like, ah, god damn it. Is it going to be one of those games? You know, because that first drive, I'm like, okay, all right, we're looking good. Oh, shit, yeah, we're going to get a touch. Oh, no, we didn't. We fucked that. Damn it. Yeah, thought, thought it was done. But... Ho, 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 we just, man, we handled that, we handled that, and it felt good, 
felt fucking good. I have to say, I forgot that feeling. I forgot what it was like. Ah, oh, man, that was that, that was good. And especially over the motherfucking cowboys. Yeah. Oh, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's only week seven, so um, you know, we'll see what we'll see what happens, and we are two and five, so it, it, it it's not really like you know we can be gloating and shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay, so um. What's our last game? Oh, shit. Yeah, that is correct. Oh, man. I I have to say, the Cardinals-Seahawks was insane. That game was fucking insane. I mean, I'm just... You know what I mean? I, it, it was weird. Because, um, you know, I don't know how Arizona stayed in that game. I really don't. There's the way Seattle started. They looked like they were just going to, you know, take take control. Right? But. Then it goes into fucking overtime. And we're like, oh, shit. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, you're in overtime. It's crazy. And then, you're in, like, Seattle missed their drive. Arizona get into field goal range. And you're like, okay, it's done. It is done. Done, and then they missed a fucking kick. It's just, you're just like, wait, what? What the fuck just happened? Come on, come the fuck on. And you just look at it thinking, ah, well, it's Seattle now, right? And I'm just thinking, it's done. And then they get the touchdown, and you're just like, ugh. But then it gets pulled back for the penalty. <laughs> oh fuck! That was you know. There's you see. Oftentimes you see the flags, and it just means you know the defense did a little thing. But no, Seattle lost the touchdown. So you're like fuck. And then you know. Arizona get the ball back, they drive, it's field goal, and he kicks it. But at one point, it looked like the Seahawks were going to block it as well. You're like, oh, shit. And you're just watching that ball, and it's just like, wait, is that wide? Is it wide? And it just sneaked in. Oh, my God. Oh, my motherfucking God. God, how crazy was that? Fucking Cardinals for the win, baby. Damn. Woo. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, there's just some crazy fucking games. So we just got the uh, Rams Bears tomorrow Tuesday night game, which is always fun. Um, I think I picked the Rams. That's what I think I did. I don't know. We'll see what the fuck happens. But um, yeah, not a bad week, man. Not a bad week. Some interesting matchups in uh, week eight as well. Oh, looks like Washington got a bye week too. Okay, cool, cool, cool people. We will go over week eight on Friday. Okay, so UFC 245 is done. And people, people, this, goddamn, this event lived up to all the hype. Oh my days. It, it was just, <laughs> man, there's no words, man. There are no words. We had Anik and Cormier on the announced team. Um, Buffer, you know, he was doing his thing. None of the 12 fights fell through, which is always a blessing. And, um, yo, I think this event will definitely go down in history. You know what I mean? Especially for the way it all came to a close. But, yo, I think every fight delivered. Every single fight, we had stoppages. We, oh my god, the stoppages, man. <laughs> we had just incredible performances, you know? We, the fight of the night was just incredible. Man, some in, amazing debuts, you know what I mean? We, we definitely had some incredible debuts. Man, so, hey, this, bro, <laughs> I think we need to get into it, okay? So, with the early prelims, had a couple of those. Uh, so, um, Alexander Yakovlev, he went up against Joel Alvarez. Uh, so, this was a lightweight clash. Now, unfortunately... Alvarez had missed weight, you know, so that was a bit of a shame, but, you know, I, I, I think it wasn't, um, yeah, it, it, I actually, I forget how much he came in at, but anyway, people, okay, so this fight started out, they exchanging kicks, you know, Yakovlev, he went low. Alvarez, he went high. And, um, yeah, like, no one was really taking a step back. They were, you know, both going back and forth. Now, Yakovlev shot in, which was a little surprising, you know. But, yeah, he shot in um, for the takedown. Now, Alvarez, he grabbed the neck. You know, he's going for a guillotine and all of that. Um, it looked tight. It definitely looked tight. But Yakovlev stayed very calm and was eventually able to uh, extricate the head. He stayed in the guard, though. 
which was interesting and surprising. He he was attacking the body, so he got some body shots, but as soon as he kind of postured up, Alvarez attacked with the legs, grabbed the arm, you know, trying to lock in that arm bar. Yakovlev, he was trying to fight it. He, um, he kind of got up and he started to, I think he fell back thinking he could escape that way. But that just allowed Alvarez to go deeper, and he got the tap. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely a slick, a slick win for Alvarez. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he goes moving forward. Um, I think Yakovlev should be okay, Uh, you know. Yeah, like, whoosh. and this is uh, his second loss in a row. So, um, you know, the, the old UFC record is a bit back on fourth herky-jerky. But, yeah, he should get probably another fight at least. So, that means we um, then jump to the ladies' flyweight division. Our first of the two ladies' flyweight fights on the card. And we had Liliana Jujoy against the debuting Invicta standout, Miranda Maverick. So this was definitely a fight I was looking forward to. You know, see how this would go down. Because Maverick was, you know, she was the flyweight champion in Invicta. So, you know... It was a a good look for her to come across and be interesting to see how's that transition going to go, right? Now, this fight started and um, what you first noticed, so Maverick hit a low leg kick and Yuzhoi, she sent a jab straight down the middle. Right, and every time Maverick threw a kick, you know, Joy Joy, um, yeah, she was coming with the jabs, you know, and you could see that Maverick hadn't found her range to start off with, so Joy Joy was really just landing, and also Maverick wasn't setting up the kicks, but <laughs> you know, what I mean, she, um. She warmed up, right? Warmed up. I think maybe eating a big right and a body kick um, from uh, Joy Joy helped with that. But, yeah, Maverick came with her own body kick. And, yeah, she started to find her range. So she was landing strikes, but also putting together together combinations, these fluid forward motion combinations that were definitely working, she was throwing a strike, then the kick, you know, stepping off center line, she definitely started to um, put it together, and by doing this, by bringing the pressure, by hitting the combinations, she was throwing Joy Joy off 
and stopping her from, you know, coming forward of her pressure. So, you know, everything was going well. Now, Choi Choi was landing some good counters, but the more Maverick was getting into the fight, she was, her foot movement was really good. You know, she really was stepping that up. The body kicks were working, and she was hot, started to use the side kick to keep Joy Joy off, which was, you know, a, a really nice addition to a defense. And yeah, now she really had hit a flow, really hit a flow. And uh, also a nice elbow, stepping elbow. Oh man, like she, yeah, she landed the first stepping elbow, and you could see that you know Joy Joy was now finding it difficult to get inside, right? And when she did, she was because she didn't lose heart, right? She kept on pushing forward. But Maverick landed two more stepping elbows that were just vicious. And they opened up a huge cut on Joy uh, Joy's head, right? So I think it was just above the eye. Man, blood was everywhere. And so, yeah, Maverick... And Maverick was showing her, her dominance... And you could see that yeah, Joy Joy was thrown, and especially by the blood. So the round ended, and the doctor went over, took a good look at Joy Joy, and yeah, called it, called it. Which you, oh man, you felt bad, right? You felt bad for Joy Joy, but she didn't want to give up. You know, she was begging the doctor to let her continue. But you could see her team just couldn't stop the bleeding. You know, that was a huge problem. Because the way the cut was, it was going into her eyes. So, you know, it, it was a uh, probably a good wise stoppage, right? Because the way Maverick was coming forward with her attacks, she wasn't going to let up. And if Joy Joy's vision was impaired, she was going to be eaten Shots. So um, yeah, it was a good stoppage, and a tremendous debut for Maverick, who uh, not shy on the mic after calling her shots, which hey, never a bad thing. So yeah, early prelims were great, which led us, and that led us into uh, prelims proper people. Okay, so the prelims proper start with a light heavyweight clash between Sam Alvey and De On Young. Now this, oh god damn, this was just a, a, a straight up like battle, you know. It, it was a fun fight, it really was. A lot of back and forth, real close one. And... um yeah, like, it started off, and Young, he's throwing a lot of feints, you know, he's pushing forward, Alfie's going for the body, like, Young's countering, it's very back and forth, right, Alfie does 
kind of um he comes with a lot of pressure towards the end of the round um and i i i think it's just like his counters were working really well right counters were working really well and it looks like he stumbled young so i it's i think you could say that alvi gets the first round now the second round another close one right um they're back and forth landing young's the one i think applying a bit more pressure so you could say it's one all going into the third and this is a tough one right because young puts alvi down um i i think it was with a, it was either a right or an elbow right he puts him down moves forward lands a bit of ground a pound before alvi's able to get up Alvi, he's he's got his back against the fence a lot in this round, but he's hitting leg kicks, nice uppercut, right? Young again hits another elbow that looks like it hurts Alvi. They're clinching up, you know, a lot of inside fighting. Young lands another good elbow when they break. It's very back and forth. So it was it was a tough one to call, and the judges thought the same. You know, they gave it a draw, which I it, it's hard to be mad at, right? They were they both gave a really good performance, so not mad at that decision, to be honest with you. So we then go to the um, welterweight division. So we got you know. Long-time UFC fighter Alex Cowboy Oliveira against Shavkat Rakhmarov, who is making his um, his debut, right? And first Mongolian UFC fighter, I believe. Mm, he's Mongolian or Kak... Kazakhstan, it might be Kazakhstan, not Mongolia, actually, uh, the flags do get a bit confusing, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, but yeah, this was his uh, UFC debut, so it was definitely, definitely an interesting one, but he's a record outside of UFC, 12 fights unbeaten, you know, and finishing everything, Finishing everything very good on the ground, so you knew this was going to be a, a a good fight, and it really was for as long as it lasted, right? So, you know, both are showing a lot of movement straight out the gate. Oliveira, he's looking to land a big wings, a huge right that Rakhmarov just gets out of the way of, um, and then. Uh, yeah, Rakhmarov, he comes back with a nice leg kick, avoids another shot from Oliveira, hits another leg kick, knee to the body, you know, then comes with a flurry of shots. You know, um, <clears throat> Oliveira, he's looking to land, comes in, gets the clinch, right? So they're in the clinch and... Oliver is definitely looking for the takedown, right? 
Now, Ratmarov, he just grabs the neck, jumps up, hits a guillotine, right? Hits a guillotine and, um, yeah, falls back, right? Falls back. Oliveira, he's trying to get out. It's so tight. Oliveira taps. Oliveira taps. It was just like, God damn. You know what I mean? It was crazy. It was such a great debut for Ratmarov. You know what I mean? So, hey, I don't even know, but with he, you know what I mean? Looking at his record, just all finishes, submissions, and TKOs. So, that was a great performance. Okay, so it's just like, what's going to happen with him? You know what I mean? Is this another new away star stepping into the octagon? We will see. It's going to be interesting who they match him up with next. And um, when that next fight will be. You know what I mean? So yeah, all good. So that takes us into a catch weight. Uh, so it was 140 pounds. Nathaniel Wood against Casey Kenny. Now, they're both bantamweights. But it was a very last-minute addition to the card. So that's why, um, yeah, that's why it came in as a catch weight, right? So this fight was, goddamn, it was like they were both on friggin' speed or something. It was insane. It was such a high-paced bout. It was crazy. Like, both moving forward, both landing well. Um, You know, Wood was landing a lot of kicks. But I think the big thing... For this fight was Kenny's left. He couldn't miss with the left hand. Now, none of them kind of stung Wood. Like, nothing put Wood down. But it was just the fact that Kenny kept on landing this huge left hand all the way through the fight. Wood was doing good work, again, as I said, with the kicks. He was utilising the push kick well. It was just so close. Like, um, <clears throat> throughout the fight, Kenny is trying to implement a takedown. Can't land. Wood showing really good defense on that. And as the fight's going on, he's getting, um, you know, he's getting some good shots off with the right. Right? So they're both, they're both doing their thing. Uh, and towards the end of the second, you can see that Kenny has started to slow down a little bit. So in the third, again, it's just high-paced. You know, Woods continuing with the leg kicks. He's using his jab well. Kenny's hitting the body, still getting the left. You know, it, it, it's just close as hell. Now, Kenny's still trying for the takedown. And he does, it was a weird one, right? Because he gets Wood slightly down, right? And I say slightly because it it never fully hits the floor, right? So Wood's on one knee 
and he's able to then get back fully to his feet. I kind of looked at it like they're not completed takedowns, but and but at the end of the fight, it seems they were shown as finished, which is an odd one, right? It is hard. I I don't know, right? But I kind of think that might have been the difference because Kenny got the fight. Now one judge gave it thirty twenty seven, and I don't like. I don't even know where that came from. You know, I think if anyone wins a fight, it's 29-28, right? I, I'd, it was just way too close for anything else. And, um, yeah, so I think it was possibly those two half takedowns in the third and possibly just Kenny's left. Because although it wasn't, you know, it didn't stun, didn't hurt Wood, I think possibly the fact that it just kept on landing, that might have gone against him. Who knows? It was just a super close fight. And, um, you know, hats off to Kenny. I don't think Wood loses anything with the win- with the loss, technically. Although, you know, it's never good to, to lose, right? But, hey, great fight. Either way, great fight. So the main... You know, main fight on the prelims, heavyweight clash. Okay, so our first of our two. And we have Stefan Skyscraper Struve against Tai Bam Bam Tuavasa. So, yeah, this was, it was an interesting fight, right? Because Tai Avasa, he's on a... What, three, four fight losing streak? Struve. <sighs> Struve is, you know, always an odd one. Right? So he was coming off a, a, a loss himself to Ben Rothwell. Um, but you kind of looked at this. Well, I did anyway. As soon as I saw this fight, I just envisioned his clash with Pat Berry. Pat Barry, even, <laughs> and, you know, that was so back and forth, and it was back and forth because Struve, although he is, you know, the to- I think he must be the tallest fighter in the UFC, right, he can't fight with his range, he's got an 84 and a half inch range, which is insane, he's 6'11", that is Incredible genetics But he doesn't fight Utilising that range So that was the big thing But you think Okay Struve should be able to get this fight Right He just needs to utilise that reach And um Yeah (laughs) Oh dear So it starts off you know, looking like things are probably going to go to plan. Struve, he lands a good body kick, right? Utilising those to keep things at distance. Tayavasa, he's, you know, working to get inside, gets a clinch. Um, and he's swinging, right? He's swinging. 
he can't hit the chin. <laughs> he can't hit the chin. And you're thinking, all right, well, that, yeah. <laughs> he is considerably shorter. So I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, they break away and Struve hitting some nice leg kicks. Tyre Vasa, though, chops at the legs and you do see a big difference, right? Though he's chopping leg kicks are like huge and um yeah Struve definitely felt them and was moved by them so uh Struve you know he's like oh, okay I don't want any of that so he's going back to the body kicks now Taya Vasa is is crazy because he gets inside hits an uppercut you're just like wait how the fuck is he hitting an uppercut why is Struve's head down like, you know what I mean, it's just like, what is going on, right, and he starts to throw some big ass shots, whew, Struve, um, you know, he's trying to sort out the situation, and you can think, okay, he wants to try and get it to the ground, he goes for a body toss, but, you know, Ty Vassar is, hey, he's definitely changed his Physiology, his physique. <laughs> Fuck my words, man. He, uh, yeah, he's definitely streamlined himself, but still a big motherfucker. So Struve tries to hip toss. He can't get it. Taivasa ain't going anywhere, and Struve just stumbles over. Taivasa, he swarms him, right? Swarms him. And lands a huge uppercut as um, Struve is trying to get up, which sits him straight back down. I think he landed another couple, and Struve is fucked. And a ref sees it, calls the fight. It is done. It is done. And, you know, it happened, right? It was one of those things, and I I said it, you know what I mean, when, like, talking about this fight, Struve could throw it away, and Struve threw it away. It it was, it was crazy, man. Like, you know, he shouldn't be getting hit by an uppercut from Tarabasa, and he shouldn't have let it get inside. It's just crazy he can't fight with his... You know, his length. But huge, much-needed win for Tyavasa. And you could see the relief when he was talking to Anik. Oh, man, he was so relieved, so happy. And, uh, yeah, really trying to watch the language. <laughs> Which was, uh, yeah, was very amusing. But, um, boy, that was... Man, Strew must be hurting after that one. Oh, <laughs> must be hurting. But awesome fight to take us into the main card, people. So the main card starts with a fight we've all been looking forward to. A fight that, you know, was getting tried to made for a, for a while and just, you know, both got COVID, which put it off, and you thought, are we going to see it? 
and people oh my god <laughs> oh my god this fight yo there was violence there was straight up violence you know what I mean? so um Ion Kutalabra he went up against Magnoned Ankaliev light heavyweight clash so either whoever wins you know what I mean they're definitely pushing their claim to get closer to that title shot right and um starts off Kudalaba he's stalking Ankaliev you know what I mean he he definitely Wants to um, make his mark And Kalib, he tries a jump front kick And a right hook That don't quite land But he starts to chop at the legs Kudalabra, you know How do you respond to a leg kick? With a big frigging counter That's what You know what I mean? So he hits that And Kalib, he's going for the body you know, lands a nice straight as well. Kudalabra's trying with hooks. So, um, it's very back and forth. You know, very back and forth. But, you know, in Ankalaev, he's, um, you know, he's countering well. He hits a straight left that drops Kudalabra. Kudalaba, he gets up and you can see he is not happy. He wants to get that back, right? He wants payback and he wants it quick. So he moves straight in and Ankaliyev just is like, okay. Hits a huge right hook. Kudalaba goes down. Ankaliyev jumps on top, he's hitting hammer fists, and the ref, yo, ref jumps in, because it did look like for a minute too, that maybe Kudalabra goes limp, right, so, (laughs) I think that answers the question on that fight, you know what I mean, like, Ankaliyev, he 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 gets a legitimate win this time and he does it violently. Oh man, he really does. So then we go into our second ladies flyweight clash. This time we've got Uf- UFC newcomer Lilia Shak Shakarovov against Lauren Murphy who is you know, she's been on a bit of a tear of late, right, so, um, it was going to be an interesting one, like, Shakarova, she's coming in with a good wrestling pedigree, I mean, she, she, basically, she made the Olympic team, but then didn't get on the Olympics, because she, uh, knocked out her opponent, so, I, you know what I mean, so, she's, she can wrestle, and, and she's fiery, so you're thinking, okay, this is going to be a good fight, right? So it all starts and they're both, you know, they're both landing shots, right? Um, Murphy, she's hitting some good counters. Uh, Shakarova, 
Shakarova goes in and gets an interesting takedown. It's, it's a it's an odd entry, but it works. You know, she can't hold Murphy though. I think that's the big thing. And definitely a huge confidence boost for Murphy. So they um you know, so you continue going back and forth, going at it. Towards the end of the round, like Shakarova, she tries another takedown, but this time Murphy stuffs it and hits her with a, a, a good counter. Right, so um we go into the second round. Murphy's pushing the action, you know, straight away, hitting a good jab, you know, also landing some nice knees. Like Shakarova, she's going for um some good leg kicks. You know, she's trying to counter Murphy, but Murphy's able to get a takedown and looking to drop elbows. <laughs> so yeah, she lands a, a couple of elbows, hits a few um hits a few shots. Shakarova tries to get up, they scramble. This allows Murphy to take her back. She takes her back and, man, she just sinks in that rear naked, right? And she's got her grip behind the head. Shakarova can't get to the hands. She's trying to get the hands, just can't. Can't do it, has to tap, you know? Huge win for Murphy, and, yo, Murphy uses a time on the mic to call for that title shot. Call for it. Seems very confident that she's going to get the win. Which, you know, hey, props, man. You know what I mean? Props for calling the shot, too. Because too many people don't. Right? Too many people are just like, oh, yeah, I'm just happy to, you know, fight whoever the UFC put in front Call us, call someone out. It's not disrespectful. It, this is the thing that blows my mind. Is look, every call out isn't a disrespectful call out. Like saying you want to fight the person in front of you. you know what I mean, that's a legitimate thing. So Murphy did, and hey, who knows, right? That Valentina Meyer, that fight's coming up real soon. So, you know. Possibly, you know, Murphy could get a shot early next year. You know what I mean? Like January, February. Hey, that works out. So um, we'll see what happens with that. So next, another two UFC newcomers. So we've got Jacob Malcolm, who's a training partner of Robert Whittaker. And he's going up against Phil Hawes. Who, um, you know, tried the contender series, ultimate fighter, didn't work. Second shot at the contender series, he gets in. So, um, yeah, that was, what, August, I feel? Or maybe September. So, um, yeah, now he's making his debut. So, middleweight clash. And, oh, you just thought this was going to be a good fight, right? Now it was, but it was not long, not long at all, man. So Hawes he goes straight in, 
straight in, lands a huge left, puts Malquan down, puts him down hard, but gotta give Malquan props, you know what I mean, he stumbles up, now the problem was, right, the smart thing to do would have been to tie Halls up, or go for a takedown, unfortunately for Malcon though, he's trying to land, he wants to um, get it back, so he he swings, but you know what I mean, he, he's still rocked, he, he's still rocked, so um, yeah, he, he tries to land, and um, Hawes, he hits him with a right, follows up with another huge left, Malcon goes down, Hughes jumps on top with the hammer fists, don't know if the hammer fists were really needed, referee finally is able to jump in, it is done, right, probably 18 seconds, maybe 20, it was a super fast fight, god damn, Phil Hawes really, you mean just... Made that claim. You know, he showed the contract was justified and he's hit his stride now. So, hats off to Hawes. What a friggin' debut. You know what I mean? So, that leads us into our last three fights, and these are huge fights. So, we start off with a heavyweight clash. Walt Harris against Alexander Volkov, and um, Walt definitely looks trimmer, definitely looks trimmer, and so the big thing is, is his athleticism gonna be too much for Volkov, right, Volkov, he's got the reach advantage, but he, he likes to fight at a I think a steadier pace, so this was an interesting conundrum going into this fight, so Harris, you know what I mean, he does a smart thing, he's trying to um, take away Volkov's legs, right, comes out with a huge leg kick, and thinking, yo, that's smart, but Volkov, you know, he countered the leg kick with some straights, and he hits a good one-two down the pipe, Right, he's utilizing that reach real well. Um, as Harris, you know, tries to land. Like Volkov is going for the body, he's putting in that work. Harris hits a good hook. Volkov, though, putting together some nice combinations, you know, keeping Harris on the fence as well, which is definitely a good move, right. So, Volkov, he lands a big shot towards the end of the round. Harris is stunned, right? Straight up stunned, but able just to survive and see the see it to the next round, you know? So, what Harris does in the second round, which is smart, he fakes a takedown. He, you know what I mean? He's, he's fainting... For the takedown, so he can land a, um, you know, a hook, right, so smart, 
But Volkov is able to avoid. He's able to avoid and he's landing his jab. You know, he, um, man, he hits a really good front push kick. But not just a push kick. It's just like one of those ones really just jabbing into the solar plexus. Right? And for the second week in a row. Second week in a row. You know, we see someone double up. Harris, he just, ugh, doubles up, holding his side. And you know, oh no, this is not going to go well. So Volkov follows up with some big body shots. Harris, he he can't do anything. He's fucked. Right? Ref has to jump in. It is done. So um yeah. You know, Andrade did it last week. Volkov does it this week. Huge win. Definitely a good win for him. Uh so yeah. You know, he, he, um, you know, he didn't quite call out someone, but he's just like, look, anyone. And he did mention Rosenstruck, who I don't believe has a fight lined up, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, be interesting. And also, you know what I mean? Ungano, he wants a fight, right? So, uh, hey, could make that happen. Right? So, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. But great win for Volkov. You know? So that, people, leads us into the co-main event of the evening. And we had Robert Whittaker against Jared Cannonier. Um, A huge middleweight fight with title implications. Now, we know that after um, UFC 253... Izzy had said, hey, he thinks Cannon is going to win violently, and then he wants to fight him, you know what I mean? So you're just thinking, okay, if Cannonier wins, he gets a title shot. Now, Izzy had also said, I think in the post-fight, that, hey, if Whitaker wins, you know, he has no issue with fighting him either. So, um, yeah. I think the winner gets a title shot. I think Dana confirmed it, but um, you know what I mean. This was, who, this was something that both fighters clearly, clearly wanted, man. So the fight starts, and Cannonier comes out. He's pushing forward, pushing forward. Now Whitaker, he's hitting his jab well. Cannonier lands a good leg kick. Real good heavy leg kick that puts Whitaker down quickly. You know, he, he's back on his feet, you know, straight away. But you're just like, ooh, fuck, okay. Now Whitaker, he um he lands a nice shot, a counter as Cantoneer kicks. Right? He's um working his right really well. You know what I mean? Um I think you notice straight away that Whitaker's speed is the key thing here. He's got the advantage and he's using it well, right? And 
he he just misses a head kick because what he's doing, he's throwing out the jab, you know, a double jab, and then he's throwing a head kick as Cannoneer, you know, moves out the way of the jab, but can't hit it. But you're thinking, oh, that's a nice combo. So we're in the second round, and yo, Whitaker's jab. Hey, it's it's really doing its thing. Now, Cannonier, he's still trying with the leg kicks, but Whitaker is super loose, super loose now. Um, Cannonier's, you know, he's landing, um, you know, a, a nice counter right. Whitaker gets a flash takedown, right? Um, you know, Cannonier is able to get back up, and he's pushing forward. Whitaker is working that jab though, like working that jab, and I think you can say that Whitaker coming into the third, he's two up, he is two rounds up, so Cannonier needs, he needs a finish, definitely needs a finish, and that's what his corner is telling him, so Whitaker, you know, he is doing, he is still working that jab, and the combo finally pays off. Double jab, bleh, double jab, head kick, lands it as uh, Cannoneer avoids the jab. Cannoneer is a rocked. He is rocked. He goes down. Whitaker follows up. He is landing shots. Gets into mount. And you're thinking, fuck. You know what I mean? This is not good. Gets the back as um, Cannoneer tries to uh, escape Mount. He's looking for the rear naked. Crazy though, Cannoneer avoids and gets up. So you're thinking, God damn it. And now Cannoneer, he is, he is trying. Yo, know, lands a knee to the body. He, you know, lands some heavy shots, a good left, which you think stumbles Whitaker. But the big thing is, Whitaker's able to tie Cannoneer up, right? And that's the experience. He's able to tie Cannoneer up and see out the round, yeah? Which is a big win for Whitaker. And what you can see is, it was straight up the experience. It's the experience, and I think just the speed and can and, and Whitaker's just got a few more weapons. You know, he's got the takedowns. Um, his jab is just phenomenal. You know, he's good high kicks, right? So not just the leg kicks, but the high kicks, and he's able just to. To lead the dance, right? And Whitaker does this thing as well, right? We we saw it with Romero, we saw it with Darren Till. He's able to stop his opponent from throwing, right? I think it's just the feints and the fact that you know he's so dangerous, and it seems to freeze his opponents up. Right, Cannoneer, he just, he wasn't as busy as he should have been, especially in those first two rounds, 
right? And that was huge here. Like, we saw it against Darren Till. Darren Till, he's dangerous, but wasn't throwing frequently. And so it allowed Whitaker to take over. And that was the big thing, you know? So huge win for Whitaker. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see to find out. Does he get the shot against Adesanya? You know what I mean? Does he get the rematch? Oh, it'll be a big fight. So, yeah, we'll see, people. But this takes us to the unification fight. You know? It's always a weird one to say it's a unification because the interim title, you know, it's not really... I mean, it's a belt, but, you know, Khabib wasn't really out for that long, right? It was only really made because his dad died and, like, no one was really sure how long he might need, you know? But, hey, it's the big fight and it's the fight that, you know, a lot of people felt Gaethje was going to win, you know? And, hey... It's a good call. It was, but it was one of these things that was so hard to predict because, you know, I think with it, it was just like, oh, can Khabib take Gaethje down? Which you'd be like, okay, yeah. But how many true wrestlers had Gaethje fought? Not really any on Khabib's level. And then. Can Gaethje land that leg kick and fuck Khabib up? So there was so many big factors in this that are like, oh, can he? Would that? But And it's just like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know, right? These are things that we haven't seen, so you don't know until the fight happens. That was always the big thing coming into this. So... Yo, it happens, man. The fight happens, and Khabib, he, you know what I mean? He's pressing forward. He's landing the jab. Yo, this was a big thing. He, Khabib's stand-up in this fight was not shabby, right? Everyone thought that, you know, Gaethje's stand-up was going to be head and tails so much better. But Khabib, you know, he was using that jab well, Right? He goes for a takedown, Gaethje's able to avoid. You know, Gaethje, he, he lands some, uh, you know, he lands some good body shots, right? Hits a couple of leg kicks, you know what I mean? You think, ooh, okay. I think in the fight, he landed oh, maybe three big leg kicks. You didn't really see, you didn't see Khabib... Yuri looked like it was affecting him, though his leg was starting to look red, right, that was the, um, that was the thing, but Khabib gets a takedown, right, Khabib gets a takedown, and he's, you know, he's working it well, right, he's then just controlling Gaethje, he gets mount with Ease gets mount with ease, and straight away, you know, it, it's not, it's not like he's trying to lay and pray, and that's a big thing with Khabib. He's always working, 
right? And so, um, yeah, he goes straight for an armbar, which you're like, whoa, okay, straight for an armbar, um, which, uh, you know what I mean? You're thinking, oh, fuck, is it, is it round ends? So you're like, fuck, god damn, you know what I mean? It, 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 so Khabib clearly wins the first round. So, hey, the, you know, Gaethje is very calm, his corner, very calm, collected, it's good advice, so we go into the second round. Gaethje hits a leg kick, right? Khabib pushing forward, gets a takedown, right? Gets a takedown with ease, you know, like, the whole big thing that Gaethje, the, you know, the top-to-level wrestler, and he can stuff the takedowns, Khabib got them with ease, right? So, he's into mount so fast, so goddamn fast, and then he's on top, and he starts looking for a fucking mounted triangle, you're just like, what the fuck? I, I don't remember him ever trying that move. I can't, he might have tried against Poirier, I forget, but you know what I mean? So he, he, he's going for the triangle, right? Gaethje, he's then, you know, he's trying to get out. He's trying to fight it. He's able to get on top. Stacks Khabib up a bit, you know, then he picks him up to slam him. And you're like, okay, but that does not always work. It often makes it worse, right? And yeah, that's kind of what it did. It's kind of what it did, right? So um he, he can't get out. Can't get out. And it's so weird because he taps. Right, he taps, and then he taps again a bit more frantically, but the ref misses it, and you're like, how the fuck does the ref miss it? I don't even know, it's insane, but Gaethje then goes out, Gaethje is out, ref sees it, it's done, fight is fucking done, yo, we're not even halfway through the second round, and you're just looking at that, and you're just like, wait, what the fuck did we just see? Right? That was so fucking easy. It was so easy. It was insane. Just baffling. Like, you look at that fight, and you think, I don't know who can beat him. Right, I don't know who the fuck can beat Khabib Because, you know, in the build-up to this fight Khabib was just like, yeah, I'm going to just, you know I'm going to take him down I'm going to implement my game I'm going to beat on it and, so everyone, and it's what he always does Gage is just like, listen I'm going to chop his legs away I'm not going to let him get me against the fence You know, I'm, you know so Gage, he had a plan Right? Had a plan. And he tried. He tried to attack the legs. Like, as I said, landed, what, probably three heavy leg kicks. Didn't do anything. 
didn't do, and maybe it did hurt Khabib, but he, you know, poker face, but in the fight, it did not show, and, every, you know, Gaethje avoided one takedown, but then Khabib hit the next lot, hit the next, and with ease, right, that was the crazy thing, with ease, and as soon as he got him to the floor, straight into mount, Straight into mount Like a fucking hot knife In butter You know what I mean It was insane Insane Winning with a fucking triangle son What And then After the fight So he's talking to fucking Anik And It's done Khabib retires, man. Khabib retires. Right? Says, you know, after his dad died, his mum, you know, she was just like, I don't think you should fight without your father. And he's like, listen, I've got this fight with Justin. Need to do it. And he's just like, after I've done it, I'll retire. And yeah, that's what he does. Fucking takes the gloves off, puts them in the middle of the fucking octagon. Oh man. And the thing is, you know, mad respectful. Mad respectful. Pay you know, pays Gaethje, you know, he's Jews. And um he just says, Listen, I I wanna retire and I'd like it if the UFC make me pound for pound because I think I deserve it. And he's twenty nine and oh. And you got to say, he fucking does, right? It's hard to go against that shit. It's hard to say, no, he does not deserve it. He's 29-0, and 0, and he won basically every fight with ease, right? He, the most trouble he had was with Connor, but still won that fight. And even, you know, it's the most trouble, he still... Won that fight Right So it's just like Khabib is the fucking goat son And you just look at that performance tonight And you just say I don't know who beats him I don't know who beats him Now the one interesting thing was And I remember Chael was speaking about it Right So I don't know where Chael got the info But he was just like Look, the way Gaethje beat Ferguson on the feet And people thought Ferguson was gonna Have the advantage on the feet Against Khabib But the thing with Ferguson Against Khabib, it wasn't a standing Fight, right? You just thought, okay, Khabib will take him Down, and Ferguson Will let him take him down because Ferguson has 10th planet jiu-jitsu Ferguson's jiu-jitsu and ground game is crazy So that's where I always thought that fight was going to be interesting Right? Ferguson elbow from the bottom You know, he's got the rubber guard All those other 10th planet fucking witchy-doo-doo tricks Right? So... You know, there's that, but listen, 
Khabib was so fucking dominant in this fight. It is hard to go, oh, that person's going to beat him. It's hard to fucking do that. So, yeah, Khabib, he's a fucking goat. And, yo, hats off, man. You know what I mean? You can't fault him retiring. Can't. You know what I mean? So, just incredible fight, incredible career. You know what I mean? It really just put the fucking cherry on top. A great card with some awesome fucking fights. Awesome fights, awesome finishes. It was it was incredible. It was so much fucking fun, right? So, um, hey, put the deal. You know the uh, awards went performance of the night. Kenny Wood, yeah, that was fight of the night, no doubt. No doubt that fight was fight of the night, you know. And then um, Ankaliev got a performance of the night bonus for his knockout. Of course, right? Because that was vicious. And then Khabib gets a performance of the night. And yeah, you can't fucking deny that. You know, you can't. Right? Like, Alvarez was never going to get one because he missed weight. Like, Maverick, that was a solid performance. Right? But it was a doctor's stoppage. You know what I mean? So it was a great performance. But, you know, Juju wanted to come out. Now, Rakhmarov could have got one because that was an awesome guillotine, right? Um, Taravasa, great stoppage of Struve, you know? Phil Hawes is an awesome stoppage of Malquan, you know? Volkov, awesome stoppage with the, you know, the the kick and everything like that. But it's hard to... um, Really fought those awards. It's a fought, fought those bonuses, you know. But yo, people, awesome card, awesome card. Uh, so yeah, next next week it's um Anderson Silva against Uriah Hall, possibly Anderson Silva's farewell fight. You know. So hey, that's where we're at next week, people. Back in Vegas. And another solid card. So, uh, yeah. How great is that? Okay, people. So, yeah. We are um, at the end of another episode. Hey, I have to say, right? um, A couple of things that I forgot about, right? So, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you know what I mean. I, even though it was, I feel it was, it was a comfortable win for uh, Khabib. Gotta say, right? It, it is nice to know that um, you know Gaethje was able to uh, get his mum to retire with that fight, right? I mean, that was. That was one of the big things about all of this. Just, you know what I mean? Like, you hear all the stories and everything like that. And it's it like, listen, you know that, yeah, everyone's had it bad. Everyone's had it difficult. You know what I mean? But when you can see, like, nice shit happen, you know what I mean? That, that's always a good look, right? 
So I thought that was big. I did see the scorecards. I'm kind of baffled by the fucking scorecards, right? Because two judges gave that first round to Gaethje. And I'm a little baffled by that. Because when you're looking at that fight, yes, Gaethje landed a few good hooks, right? And he landed a few kicks. But I have to say, Khabib, you know I mean, he pressured all the time. He had Gaethje on the back foot. He was hitting the jab constantly. Like he landed his own kicks. He landed a you know I mean a big knee up the middle. He got the tape down and controlled just over the last minute of the fight with that submission attempt at the end. So it's a bit like, wait, huh? How the fuck does that not win you around? It's kind of weird, right? Because you, you also you look at them on the on the uh, stools. Gaethje was sucking in the air, right? Yeah, that was that was a weird one. That was a weird one. But great fucking event, man. Great event, and a lot of good, nice. Just sportsmanship all the way You know what I mean But um, yeah Let's look at uh, Fights and shit So unfortunately Right so next week No not next week The week after We were going to have Jeremy Stevens Against Arnold 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 Allen You know what I mean Alan Arnold I Double A God damn it Jesus Christ But that was going to be a good fight Right Because Like UK man's He's unbeaten He's been looking Real good But uh, Unfortunately Stevens He's uh, He's got an injury I think he's got a back injury So he's had to pull out Um, Yeah who knows if they're going to get a replacement Or if they move um, Alan to, uh, you know, a, a, a card a bit later um, in the year But uh, hopefully Alan is able to get another fight before the year is done uh, So then we jump to the 14th of November uh, Andreas... Um, Michaelidis is out of his fight against Antonio Arroyo But Eric, your boy Anders is stepping in to take that fight So yeah, props to Anders uh, Then we've got um, UFC 256 which is the 12th of December Chase Hooper against Peter Barrett That looks to be the fight um, You know what, I think Hooper's had as He got dominated in that last one, right? But I think there's been enough time So I, I kind of like this fight Right, it's an interesting one 
and it will give us some more information on Hooper as well. Right, so then the following week on the 19th, Rick Glenn, who I thought had retired, but no, Rick Glenn, he is going to be fighting Carlton Minus. So, yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Um, and then we get the rescheduled Matchnell Tyson Nan fight. So, uh, yeah, it's a good way to end that year. And um, the 30th of January, we will be getting O'Day Osborne against Jerome Riviera, which, yo, that's going to be a fun one, man. So, uh, yeah, that is it for today, people. We will be back on Wednesday, and we will be uh, going over, you know what I mean? That Halloween madness Anderson Silva Uriah Hall That's going to be fun So people, see you on Wednesday Peace